Hello, and welcome to Borba Six. Hi, PG. Oh my god, what are you doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that wasn't that the cutest thing you've Oh my god, P. <laughs> I wish that this was a video so people could see you're being so cute right now. She's been manipulative. <laughs> she is not. <laughs> she scared away my squirrels. No, she didn't. She so politely watched your wildlife today. She literally so politely was watching it. She was so quiet. I've never been more proud. I didn't think it was possible. And that just has taught me that anything is possible. She literally, all, she did all of those things kindly it's, and scared the squirrels away. It's a Thanksgiving Day miracle. <laughs> Oh, you're yawning. So, uh, why don't you tell our listeners what we're doing today? Okay, we're doing episode five, six, six. You're gonna lay on the speaker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and we don't have legitimate microphones today because I forgot them at home, gang. Um, perfect. But I learned I was psychic, so it doesn't matter. So it's fine. <laughs> we're not gonna elaborate on any of that. <laughs> Um, but today is technically Thanksgiving. You'll be listening to this the Monday after Thanksgiving. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. What does that even mean? That means like everybody internet. has like really good deals on the internet. This is why are it's we basically like Black Friday, but why for are lazy we promoting people. this? Consumerism. Consumerism. That's what's driving us to all die right now. There we go. We have we have a topic of conversation. No, there. the topic of conversation. So we're here with Haley Broker, gang gang. She um is a law student at Lewis and Clark, and she doesn't know Jack about whales, and she's here to ask us some questions. Um, Dumb but, questions only. Yeah, but we we usually for the poor episodes do a little debrief on the episode before. Um, but we interviewed Taylor Shed, the coordinator for Soundwatch. I thought it went really well. I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, I liked that he was honest with us. It felt like about the challenges that he is he has faced, which I feel like sometimes we don't have those conversations because they're tough. Yeah. Um, but. He's he was really funny too. He seems like someone I'd want to hang out with, but that's absolutely irrelevant. Well, it's nice to get that side of things because I mean, having been on all, all the whale watching boats this summer, you know, we hear a lot of oh, sound watches here. Ooh. Um, I didn't hear that. I heard a little bit of that. I didn't. I I like Soundwatch. I like Soundwatch. I always talked highly of them, and when I was on boats with captains, they wouldn't say anything, or they, if they did, they'd be like, oh, Soundwatch is cool. I heard a little bit of it. Wow. And there's the tea. You're storing the tea. There it is. That's so inappropriate. It is inappropriate. They're just out there educating people. Um, And it was good to have have the other side of the story. Have the... Have the... Well, I don't like this. I, I feel like we're... It's it's turning into like an us versus them thing. I don't. Well, that's like what that. I'm saying is that you know you ha- get that other perspective, and then it doesn't have to be an us versus them. I like I like that they work together, but I I don't want that they I don't want to perpetuate an attitude that's of. That's what I'm saying, though. We got that other side, and it's it's oh. when you get the other side, it's not versus us versus them anymore. It's everybody together. That's true. That's true. So they're just trying to live. They're just trying to do their job, and yeah. it was good to it was good to see that. Yeah. We all love the whales, and we're all trying to help the whales. Yeah. Gang, gang. Squared. So, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> was that not... 
I don't a know good why I never transition. expect that noise. <laughs> what do you mean? But every time you make it, it startles me. <laughs> You've known me for how many years now? Like at least six, maybe seven. Six? Six seven? or seven. You've known me for a couple of years. You should, you should know <laughs> what's going on. I just don't want this to get too weird because I think they know that we're weird, but like they don't need to know the extent. No. And also, I just, as a disclaimer, I'm pretty sure that most of the people that listen to this are vested in whales and that's why they listen to it or maybe they're just like stalking me and ellie i don't know um but (laughs) serial killers who knows anyway (laughs) Anyway, this i'm just open to all possibilities and all realities anyways but in case you didn't know marine science people are weird so go make a marine scientist friend get weird Algae. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So Haley <laughs> Haley has questions for us. Haley has questions. When she can compose herself. <laughs> Listen. I did not prepare questions, so okay. these are not thought out. But you thought of one this morning that was good. <laughs> I don't remember it. Like you when you were asking if whales could wear wigs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ellie's face right now. <laughs> Wait, would the wigs get lice? Because some whales can get lice. How do whales get the whale? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. This is my actual question. <laughs> <laughs> do whales have hair? Yes. Some of them. Yes. How much hair? They, they, they're mammals. It depends so on they the have, whale. They, they, some, some, some have like legit whiskers like humpbacks have. Like, tubercles. You'll see, you'll, tubercles. And that's like hairs to sense like changes in pressure and temperature and things like that um or mo- motion but mo- all being mammals they all have hair it's just really really minuscule also almost microscopic but it kind of helps water flow across their bodies Be cool yeah i didn't know that manatees have hair too more hair than whales i think i would agree with that yeah Okay, follow-up question. If you were going to put a wig on a whale, yes. how would you do that? So, um, <laughs> I'm going to let you answer that. <laughs> so, oh, I, I feel like we would... Oh, God. This is, this is hard because I was going to suggest rope, but then they'd get entangled and we don't need that. And <laughs> I've got one. Maybe just glue a shit ton. We'd have to have a dry whale. Suction cups. Oh, perfect. God, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I told you to answer it, and then I answered it immediately. Thank God. I think that's the best Excuse solution. Excuse you, you have to stay off my table. She didn't, she's not even she's, trying to jump on the table. She was sniffing it, then I saw the look in her eyes. I can't help you, don't look at me like that. She's about to start talking, I can tell. Look at her. No, she's the smartest dog in the world. <laughs> Literally. I can think of at least five other dogs you who are smarter are, than her. You guys are so rude. Why is everyone so mean to Peaches? She showed up today. She brought her A game. She politely watched Wildlife. She didn't bag at the table and she didn't poop on the floor like she brought <laughs> what, 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 what did you say earlier like common courtesy yeah yeah that's ground level bottom floor bare minimum behavior but I'm glad to know that that's Peter's A game wow <laughs> they just can't they can't, they can't fucking do they can't I'm done listen okay. I love your dog I just think you have an inflated sense of her ego 
it's weird. One of my friends told me that I give peaches a complex because I'll tell her how great she is all the time, and then I'll be like, you little, like, brat, and tell her that she's the... No, you're so good. Don't look at me like that. She was looking sad. You're amazing. That's not sad. That's put out. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyways, moral of the story, be nice to peaches, everyone. (sighs) Anyways. She said, um... Suction cups. It's actually, I think that's smart. It's like ideal. It's yeah. ideal. So, yeah, someone fund it. Somebody put it together <laughs> for the whales for self-expression uh-huh. gang. Yeah. Because they, whale, wigs for whales. Hashtag wigs for whales. <laughs> <laughs> you can donate hair, but it has to be a minimum five feet long. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So we've established that. <laughs> uh, right, what's your next question? Um, I really don't know anything about whales. My next That's, question is: How long do orcas live? They can live. They generally, typically live like sixty to seventy years. So pretty comparable to like a, but that a also, human who smokes. Granny was the oldest. She we estimate her to have been one hundred and five when she died. Dang. It also depends, though, on the ecotype of whale, as well as if it's in captivity or not, because captivity is significantly shorter, like 25 to 30 years. Also, male versus female plays a role. And honestly, I do question um, if our accuracy of understanding the lifespan of any of these animals is accurate, considering that the field of studying orcas, I believe, started in the 60s. So, like, that's not even enough time to know for sure Um, and that's only one generation so we don't like I don't think that we have an accurate estimate of how long they have lived historically yeah okay that's just my opinion my two cents generally generally animals who we call them K selected species which means they live long lifespans they have like one or two kids at a time that they devote a lot of time to they tend to live really really long lives so that's kind of why we kind of hypothesize that their their lives are that much longer, um, but yeah, I mean, they they started photo identifying them back in the seventies, I think. Um, we've been regularly seeing these animals, who many of whom were post reproductive when we started seeing them. Uh-huh. Granny being one of them. That's, like, Granny's, like, the oldest whale that we know of. Like, she was, like, the head matriarch of the Southern Residence. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. And just Granny for fun. Just Just because she's a... J2. That was her designation. (laughs) But uh, it's Ellie's favorite because, like, you know, Ellie's grandma and Granny. (laughs) It's good. It's good. Okay. (laughs) So... Um, So, do they have any, like, mating rituals? Like, do they dance for each other? Um... The Southern residents do not. Ellie, we learned on the last poor episode, made to Thanksgiving, which is no, not. What's no, 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 no. We're not. We're not. God damn it. Which is not what's Why not is it when I say inappropriate? I get in trouble, but you can say whatever you want. Listen, Listen I just, I just, can't I just was. We're it. just talking about traditions. That's not stuff. my tradition. <laughs> you know what? My tradition is for Thanksgiving. Pissing off your friends. Always. That's that's on my resume. Irritation. <laughs> Sidebar. I am super excited for the polar bear jump. That's disgusting. I'm so glad Get I lost. learned about that. 
She's she's gonna jump in the cold water because she does crack. New Year's Day, everybody goes to Cascade Lake and jumps in the water. No, thank you. Exactly. Anyways, yeah. so you had a question, and somehow, oh, we were talking about Ellie's Thanksgiving Day traditions. <laughs> um, to answer your question, um, I would say the kinkiest whale is a great whale. That's not even the question. It, it is now. Mating What's the kinkiest whale. <laughs> mating rituals. Mating rituals. Oh my god. The kinkiest whale they is a gray whale because they support each other. It's like a group effort, but there's like multiple people present. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. They literally hold each other up so they can get it. <laughs> so they can get laid. <laughs> Go on the internet. No, none of this is going on the internet. <laughs> Holy God! <laughs> but that's like science and okay, facts. Okay, yeah, no, but it's, si- it's literally it's literally science facts. Do we describe it scientifically as kinky? No, but is it yes? <laughs> Alright, so, and the orcas, I don't know, do they have mating rituals? I didn't think so. I don't even so. know, because, you know, Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, cool. Oh my Did I answer your question? Yes. <laughs> great, great. They're, they're, I mean, they're dolphins, and dolphins are promiscuous, and they just go up to each other and rub on each other. Well, and I guess that's maybe not the kinkiest, because there's bottlenose that try to... humans. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to sit here, like, nicely explain things, and then you just pop in with dolphins. What the hell? No, that's real. That's a, that's a real... I know it's a real thing, but still. This is a time. It goes back to that conversation that we didn't... That we, we had on the first episode that we don't need to revisit. Look up... Look at it. I don't even remember her last name. There's a study. There's a lot of weird psychology studies. But there was one in particular that we talked about that I well, it's just facts. That's stupid that we can't talk about facts because it's somehow controversial or like makes people uncomfortable. Congratulations, that's what life is. You no one's exempt from being uncomfortable. So <laughs> there we go. Oh All right, so what other questions do you have about whales? What's what? your favorite whale fun fact? <clears throat> I like that orcas will go through the bull kelp and they'll, like, Ooh. dangle the bull kelp and, like, let it flow down their bodies because so, it tickles and they like how it feels. Well, uh-uh, how do you know you, that they like how it feels? Why? Why? why we, because there's no other reason why they would do yeah, it. Yeah, huh? Yeah, what do you mean? It's It could be, like, a moisturizer. Like, why do we wrap ourselves why, in Why? They literally live in water. Why no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't, do you, you don't have the science facts for that. You can't come to that conclusion on your own that they like it because it feels good. How do you know that? It would make more sense because their skin's really sensitive. Like, they exfoliate. You know, so maybe they could just be following up. They're also very tactile animals. How do they they like touching in general? Uh, So northern residents, especially northern residents, have like a beach, like a pebble beach that they'll go up and they'll rub their skin along. And then you were saying like belugas do it. Yeah, belugas and dolphins (laughs) and things like that. 
they'll go like rub rub their bodies on like rocks and pebbles. They and have things. a special thing, and I'm pretty sure it's bottlenose dolphins shed their skin every two hours, so it's like they have really crazy skin. Oh, also they um, their skin is able to regenerate like even with really deep gashes and cuts very very quickly to like a point where like neurobiologists were were shocked. N- not neuro. Whatever the skin biologist is. Dermatologist? No, something different, but it started with an N. I just read about it yesterday. I can't remember. Oh, my favorite fun fact is that I think I like the dolphins that will pass around the puffer fish. I think that that's pretty funny. But the fish has a toxin in it, and then it makes it alters the behavioral state or, you know, understanding of what the dolphins are going through. So I think that that's really neat. <laughs> Fun facts. There we go. Oh <laughs> yeah, I didn't prepare questions. So I know. I don't really have anything past just like, this. what do you like? You know, you saw your first whale this summer. I did. I cried about it a little bit. Yeah, you. She was on boat with me. <laughs> oh, what was that noise he made? There was. He literally looks over the side of the boat and he goes, "We're just gonna sit here and and like." <laughs> I was so glad they were here for that. Like, truly a gift and a pleasure. Literally, yeah, he's great. Uh huh. Anyways, so yeah. So what was it? What was it like when you saw your first whale? When I saw my first, it was, uh, very cool. Uh, better. It was strange because I conceptually knew how like large they are. Right. But I didn't like actually know how large they right. are because we saw galliano right and his fin oh. is like taller than me and i'm like and that's six feet tall that's that's yeah that's a lot because you're a you're a tall person i sure am so that was like conceptual i knew but seeing it was totally different and very very cool um i don't know i like how playful they seemed mm-hmm. i didn't know that they had such like fun personalities which i found very interesting. But my actual favorite part of being on that whale watch tour was getting fun facts about whales from you. Thank you. Thank God. <laughs> we're not. Do not. Do not. I should, right? No, we're not. No. Not here. Not now. Okay. Not today. Okay, okay. Um, I learned that little kelp, kelp can kill chickens. Oh, yes. And we, we tried to talk. Did you never know that fact? Mm-mm. There's enough nitrogen inside of the ball at the top of the bull kelp to kill a chicken. And so then we had the discussion. <laughs> so I would always tell people on my kayak tours, I'm like, just so you know, like... You know, I'm not sure how they figured this out. Hopefully math and science. But, you know, you have that information if you need it. And so then we talked through, like, what what steps would you need to take for that to occur? And what, if, what was the conclusion? You just shove its face in there? <laughs> I think so. So there we go. That's horrifying. <laughs> Why would you know that? I was trained on that. That was one of the facts that they told. Yeah. What? Who told you that? I think it was Cole. Cole or Reed. Oh, <laughs> what am, oh no. So those are the those oh are the God. evidence-based science facts. No, those are actually legit facts. But just because you didn't hear it doesn't mean it's not true. So, <laughs> so Elliot, what we're going to need you to do Ow. is to get yourself a bull kelp. No! And next time you eat a chicken, <laughs> we're going to need you to try that. Why are you? No! <laughs> Why would you not? It's about innovation. <laughs> 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 
creativity. I, you know what? I've never cut a lizard in half. And I don't that want to do That was an accident. And that Did was traumatized. It was an accident. And I was traumatized. Thank you for throwing it in my face. I don't want to traumatize myself. Thank you for stuffing a chicken's face in the bulb of a bull. Thank you for taking a very painful memory and just just stabbing me in the heart with it. I accidentally why do I just talk about this so many times they are gonna hear the story for the third time I guess Haley needs to hear it now too Jesus I didn't mean to it wasn't at all it was all are you crying I might try to capture it. I might accidentally. Jesus fucking Christ. I might accidentally. He slammed the container on. It was running, and I the trajectory was was. I thought that I the hand eye coordination was good. It was not. And I accidentally <laughs> chopped the in half. And so, we don't need to be killing animals unnecessarily is what I'm getting at. Fuck. <laughs> but you're going to eat a chicken anyways. <laughs> and you kill your own chickens, don't you? How did we get to No! Why are we here? How did we get here? Jeez. I have a whale question. Okay, yeah. yes. This is specific for Erica. How long? Uh-huh. To hunt back whale calves, I <laughs> stay with their mothers. About a year. You sure it's not six or seven? Shut up. <laughs> yes, about a year. Ooh. Don't worry. You don't need to worry about that. I think we'll be fine. Oh my gosh. Anyways, hang on. So, do you have some more questions? Um, when did you discover you were whale freaks? for whales yeah you know what's weird there was a girl so i've always liked whales like it's weird i was telling i actually don't think i was telling both of you guys this separately but like i tried to study african animals and like that was a, a a passion of mine but i keep coming back to whales like but i've always liked them it all it started with the manatees there were manatees at my zoo growing up and i fell in love with them and like just was just taken away by them and just would love to go sit and watch them and then that developed into other marine mammals but I think the love for dolphins started when I was working at Clearwater Marine Aquarium and I spent a lot of time around Nicholas one of their uh dolphins and he was just spunky and he was a ham and sassy and whatnot so I really liked him and then I just kept studying dolphins and then I came out here and just kept doing it and then here we are Freaks for whales. Some girl asked me one time, she was like, What wasn't your major like whales or something? Like and I was like Rude, but low key. Rude. <laughs> I think I've always been known as the weird whale kid. Uh, yeah. Now I'm the weird whale adult. Yay! <laughs> and so is Ellie. Yay! Yay! Yay. What did you I... find out? I saw Keiko when I was four, the whale who played Free Willy. He was at the Oregon Coast Aquarium before he was getting transferred to Iceland. And, uh, yeah, that just 
triggered me, triggered triggered the whole whale thing. I took I took a time away from whales, a long time away from whales, because it was made very apparent to me from a young age that I I would never get the chance to study whales. I hate that. So I was into dinosaurs for a long time, and then I decided I want to study real animals, not fossilized animals. And so I thought I was going to be doing stuff like crows or wolves or something like that. And then, uh, and then I got back into whales, killer whales, when I came back here, and so and here we are. And we've we've talked about this at, at literally every chance that we get. But I'm just gonna talk about it again because I don't know if somebody just dropped in to listen to one episode or not. But there's a lot of exclusivity in this field, and people will constantly tell you that you can't. And that is an experience that I've heard from a lot of the people that I've talked to, is that somebody told them that they couldn't. And like I don't think that that's acceptable because this is a learned skill, and it takes a lot of privilege to get into this field, yeah. like financial privilege specifically, just because internships are unpaid and um, you know there's not a ton of opportunities. But I, you know I think we only benefit from having more helpful people, more open-minded people, more types of people. It gives us a better understanding because we have unique perspectives. But I really just hate that attitude of telling somebody that they can't do it based on, I don't know, maybe the assumption that that you think you're better than them because of their privilege. And I don't want to shame people that have said those things, but just bring it to their attention that that's not okay. Um, But Ellie absolutely can study whales, and she's really good with behavioral stuff, and she's really good with this like identifying the individuals and it's dumb it's funny found our way back to whales Mm -hmm. it's i always like tell people this it's it's funny i was very passionate about working in africa because i fell in love with it when i went there and then i like i would apply to 10 things and nine of them would be related to africa and then i would apply to one marine mammal thing and not like every single time I always get the marine mammal thing and I like I would get really close to the Africa thing or if I did get it it would be like I couldn't afford to do it for some reason or whatever because a lot of it's unpaid and then I just slowly found my way back to the Mm -hmm. marine mammals Um, yeah SQ but to be honest I I did leave the the field of of marine mammals because I didn't like I Honestly, I thought studying animals in Africa would be easier because I didn't want to watch what I love so much die. That was honestly like the the thing that initiated me to leave to I guess leave this field, but this is, you know, ultimately my passion and like what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. So, and I I've dealt with enough sh- I feel like I can handle watching something that I love die even I don't know. Anyways, continue. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, a lot of those people who told me that it wasn't going to happen, they just assumed that, you know, because everybody wants to study whales and nobody gets to study whales because you have to be, like, extra super special or something like that. Right. And I had one of my professors my last year of college, we were talking about it, and I was like, well, I'm getting really into the Southern Residents, but everybody wants to study them, so there's no way that's ever going to happen. And he he looked at me and he was like, well, honestly, if you just build towards it, you're going to get there. Yeah. Like, honestly, all you, that's all you have to do is just lay the groundwork, keep pushing, keep pushing, and, and if you, you want it enough, you'll get it. Yeah, and he's not wrong. And um, I'm reading Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, and one of the statistics in there, she, you know, because she talks a lot about shame and why that's bad, and I want to talk about her book more um, eventually, but she mentioned that 85% of people recall a specific instance where a teacher, a pastor, or somebody of influence, a boss, whatever, told them, 
basically shamed them or compared them to another person and said they couldn't do it. 85% of people could recall a specific memory like that. Mm-hmm. And But she also said that 90% of people could recall a specific memory where it went the other way, where it was turned and someone was like, you can do this. And, you know, it goes to show, I think that that's a little bit more impactful and that's a much more useful tool. I don't think that we need to discourage people from getting into science. Agreed. Okay. That's the thing. <clears throat> animals. Anyways cool this this was good we um yeah so we talked about whales and wigs and then cried (laughs) publicly on the internet that's fine i'm okay with it it's whatever and then got into serious topics do you have anything any other questions i have one more question yes what are you dying to know it's again i guess a more serious question but like what's like one or two things that like every person can do to help though Southern residents. Southern residents. Call your legislators. Call your legislators. Demand the dams, dam removal. And, you know, there's the Snake River. That's a big one. Those are the ones that are, you know, probably the most viable to come down at this point. But any kind of river, river blockage come, should come down because wild running rivers are healthier, statistically. Um, advocate for... Uh, better, better sewage filtration systems so that we get those toxins out of the toxicants out of the water. Um, you know, advocate against things like oil terminals and coal terminals, and you know the big just just any new fossil fuel projects out there because, I mean, we don't have a good system in place right now where if those oil barges fall over, we we there's only seventy three whales left, and if they're in the area. They're gone. Mm-hmm. They're wiped out. And their food's wiped out and all of that. We don't have a good system in place right now. So maybe even advocate for that system to, to you know, clean up the clean up the spills. Um, maybe th- on, like, a local or individual level, too. Because some people don't, you know, if they're not 18, they can't vote. Or if they're, you know, not living in the state of Washington, it wouldn't... I don't know that their calls would really do all that much. Or if they could count, maybe they would. I don't know. But, um Maybe, like, take the time to look at how the water areas around you directly impact the ocean and then try to do things that are less impactful, like reducing microplastics and the things that go down the drain. I Like, a lot of people want to argue and be like, oh, even if we all do that, you know, that's not going to help because, yeah. you know, these big corporations are the issue. And I agree, but at the same time, you know... Even one little piece of plastic that a sea turtle, that one sea turtle has choked on, like, to me, I, I, I see that people are saying that one sea turtle maybe is not important to the, to the whole thing, but that's still an individual, and it's still something, and we have to start somewhere. Like, kind of going back to what your professor told you or your mentor to, to build on to things. Yeah. So, you know, it, even if you can only do a little bit at a time or like reduce plastic or whatever do what you can yeah well it goes back when we were talking to to taylor i mean he was talking about you know go to a car wash or or park your car on your lawn when you wash it so that all that stuff doesn't get in it doesn't the water's not washing off all the grease that's on the concrete and washes down the drain or or you know plant a rain garden because that those trees and those plants will filter out those pollutants and out of the water um little things like that Cool, thanks. Cool. So now you know what to do. You know, the kinkiest whale. <laughs> you know, we're keeping that in there. Ellie's shaking her head at me. We're keeping it in all there. All right, all right. For 
for evidence-based science facts. <laughs> Which, when Your I favorite. say evidence-based science facts, these are just anecdotal things that I have concluded based on <laughs> things that are not super scientific. So please don't take that seriously. I just want to confirm, because there's, there's probably someone listening to this that doesn't come from a scientific background, and they're like, cool, she says evidence-based science <laughs> facts. That sounds legit. Like, I just need them to know that this, that's probably the least legitimate. <laughs> But no, okay, but it is legit that the that is how they mate. If yes. we want to describe it as kinky or not, that's that's another story. They support each other. They do. And that's the kind of support you need from your friends. No. <laughs> Jeepers. Oh, my God. Christ. <laughs> how did we get here? How do you feel for a how seal? Do I, oh, how do you feel for a seal? We didn't ask you that. How do you feel for a seal? How do you feel for how a seal? How do you feel for a seal? <laughs> uh, I don't know how seals feel. <laughs> Probably soft and scared. You think they're... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I feel great for a seal. Thank God. Uh, that's a great answer. <laughs> Basically, what that means is like, how are you? Because this is like from the the story of when I took Peach on a kayak and I talked to her in weird ways because dogs, in my mind, don't speak proper English. So she's going to better understand me when I'm speaking improper English in a made-up accent. And so <laughs> these are, again, evidence-based science, science facts. Got it, <laughs> got go. it. Um, <laughs> So I was asking her because we saw seals from the kayak. I was like, how do you feel for a seal? And then that's and that's how we greet each other and ask, how are you, basically? And now we're teaching you, this is marine biology subculture language. For your evidence-based science Great facts. Gang. <laughs> how do you feel for a seal? I feel so uncomfortable for a seal. <laughs> for why? <laughs> for why? <laughs> you know, people are always asking me what the... And I feel like if you're asking me that question, you already know the answer, which is seven. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Have we gotten any, like, audience questions? Oh, Grandma on the Gram. Oh, Grandma on the Gram. Shit. <laughs> Give me one second. Um, I had one. That's okay. We'll pause it. I had one. All right. So, for Grandma on the Gram, we have... Hannah Gabrielson, she is a photographer, self-described lover of animals, taker of photos, mother of dogs, friend of orcas, and protector of the sea. Uh, she associates with the uh, Pacific Northwest Protectors on Instagram. She's got some sweet pictures. Sick! Sick! <laughs> <laughs> yeah? She's got one, look at this, look. Oh, look at them. Look at them. They just look like they're on a mission. They're ready to go. There's these killer whales on a mission. Um, she doesn't say <laughs> which ecotype it is. <laughs> I, have, I try so hard to have a serious conversation, and you just come in here. Uh, anyways. And she just she just takes the time in her amazing <laughs> photos, amazing photos to talk about the health of our ecosystem. She's she's very passionate about it, and it's 
Look at she's look at this look at this battery. Will you <laughs> stop laughing and take this seriously? <laughs> I'm taking everything seriously. Wow, look, look at, at that belly. Look at that belly. I had a, a I've had a couple friends study manta rays, and that's how they do the photo IDs. They'll go underneath them and take pictures of their bellies, and and they have the unique patterns underneath. Mm-hmm. Manta rays in my top like easily in my top animals that I need to see before I die. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, there we go. Yeah, she's got some great stuff. You should check her out. Hannah underscore Gabrielson on Instagram. Awesome. Yes. And Ellie's officially on um, social media because we now figured out a password that we both know instead of a password that we both don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So Ellie has taken over social media because I'll be continuing my hiatus from social media despite that I accidentally posted a bunch of things on my snapchat story yesterday that were supposed to be for our friend group but that's fine whatever it's nothing people wouldn't expect anyways (laughs) (laughs) but yes okay we love you we hope you had a good thanksgiving happy week happy week (laughs) goodbye goodbye